Hi everyone, it's Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. Don't forget that our podcast has its own YouTube channel. This way people who don't have podcast apps are able to listen to the Highlights from Ukraine. You can support us by subscribing to YouTube channel, link will be in the description to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 382 days, Ukraine stands strong against the Russian invasion. The security service of Ukraine informed that it has identified a prisoner who was brutally executed on video, reports Radio Liberty. According to them, it was Oleksandr Matsievsky, a sniper of the 163rd Battalion of the 111th Territorial Defense Brigade of Chernikiv Oblast. The service managed to make a conclusion after a complex of investigative actions that included talking to the family and comrades-in-arms of the executed soldier, as well as processing photos and videos. Besides, the Security Service of Ukraine has received the conclusion of the forensic ported examination that confirmed it was Alexander Matsievsky in the video. Head of the Security Service Vasil Maluk added that they are working now on identifying the occupiers who committed this crime. Oleksandr Matsievsky was called up for service in March 2022. He was considered missing since the end of December, disappearing near the settlement of Krasnohora in Donetsk Oblast. Ukrainian officials believe that Matsievsky was executed on December 30, 2022. His body was returned home in February 2023. Earlier, a suggestion was made that the executed soldier was Timofey Shadura from 30 separate mechanized brigade, who is missing since February 3. On March 6, Russian social media channels posted a horrific video of the execution of a captured unarmed Ukrainian soldier. On the video, the Russian military kills Ukrainian who refuses to remove the chevron with the national flag and dies with the words Slava Ukraini, glory to Ukraine. The president of Ukraine, Volodymyr Zelensky, in his in-video address informed that he awarded Matsievsky with the title Hero of Ukraine. Quote, a man whom all Ukrainians will know, a man who will be remembered forever, for his bravery, for his confidence in Ukraine and for his glory to Ukraine. Unquote. Volodymyr Zelensky informed that last week Ukraine proceeded further on the way to strengthen its spiritual independence. The president clearly hinted at the recent decision to terminate the rental agreement for Kyupachersk Lavra Monastery with the Ukrainian Orthodox Church connected with the Russian Church. I see the approval of Ukrainians of these steps, which are quite legitimate, and we will continue this movement, said Zelensky. He stressed that Ukraine will not allow Russia to have any opportunity to manipulate the spirituality of Ukrainians, to destroy Ukrainian shrines, or to steal any valuables from them. This way Zelensky replied to concern discussed in social media that before leaving the monastery, the Russian church may try to steal valuables from there. The president informed that in less than one week near Bakhmut alone, Ukrainian forces managed to eliminate more than 1,100 enemy soldiers, which are Russia's irrevertible losses. In addition, there were at least 1,500 more sanitary losses of the enemy. These are wounds incompatible with continuing fighting. Plus dozens of units of enemy equipment were destroyed. More than 10 Russian ammunition depots were burned. Volodymyr Zelensky thanked Ukrainian warriors for their work. The Highlights from Ukraine podcast is an uncommercial initiative of just two people, and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. 
According to the NZZ publication, Switzerland disposes of anti-aircraft weapons that could have helped Ukraine to protect its infrastructure, reports European Pravda. At the moment, the authorities are disposing of 60 rapier defense systems purchased by the army in the 80s. In 2007, the federal government again invested heavily in modernization when the army purchased 2,000 modern guided missiles. They are also now being scrapped because Switzerland is decommissioning the rapier from the end of 2022. Defense experts point out that even though the system is old, it still can be used against low-flying targets such as drones, fighter jets or helicopters. The disposal is causing a backlash among security policy makers. Member of the National Council from the Green Liberals, François Ponte, considers this situation to be absurd. He supports the transfer of weapons to Ukraine. The rapier is a British-made system, and according to Swiss regulations, foreign systems that have been decommissioned must be sold back to the country of origin as a matter of priority. Switzerland should not demand a ban on re-export of such systems. Thus, they can be handed over to Ukraine. However, as noted, Bern did not receive a corresponding request from London. The federal government decided to dispose of the rapiers in 2019 and never asked if the UK was interested in them. The publication points out that the rapier story highlights a fundamental problem. Switzerland will decommission many foreign weapons systems in the next few years. For example, 248 M113 infantry fighting vehicles and over 100 M109 artillery guns. Both systems are American-made and both are on the front line in Ukraine. Earlier it became known that the Swiss government will not change its long-standing policy prohibiting the transfer of Swiss-made weapons to third countries, in particular to Ukraine. On 8 March, the lower house of the Swiss parliament confirmed that the transfer of Swiss tank ammunition to Ukraine at the request of Berlin should remain banned. A documentary about the imprisoned Russian opposition leader Navalny won an Oscar 2023 in the nomination for the best full-length documentary, reports Ukrainska Pravda Life. Navalny was filmed by Canadian documentarian Daniel Royer and tells about the poisoning of Russian opposition leader on August 20, 2020, on board a plane flying from Tomsk to Moscow. To receive the award, Navalny's wife Yulia took the stage accompanied by other members of his family. In the same nomination, a film about Ukraine shot in co-production between Ukraine, Denmark, Sweden and Finland, the house made of splinters, was presented. The members of the film crew, which was filmed at the Lysychansk Center for Social and Psychological Rehabilitation of Children, tell a story how local workers tried to create a safe space there for the children while the front line is just 20 kilometers away. Many Ukrainian users were not happy about the decision of the committee and pointed out that while reportedly Volodymyr Zelensky wasn't allowed to make a speech at the event, Oscar was given to a film about a Russian political leader, and his wife presented a political speech on the stage. Some say that this was a way to send some political message to Russia, but Moscow for sure won't understand it. If you like what we do and would like to tip us, you can now do so directly to our PayPal. Check out the link in the description to this episode for more details. And as usual, you can subscribe to our Patreon. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.